Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. You know, the Lord says, as the mountains are around Jerusalem, so the Lord is all around his people. I hope you're having a great Shabbat. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving mishpacha. Sorry, I'm not able to be with you here this Shabbat, but I'm, I've got a little bit of a better view this week, to be honest. I love you. Uh, but I'm really excited about our guest speaker for today. Alex Yalenga, I had an opportunity to see him just a couple of weeks ago. He is such a wonderful brother. He leads a whole messianic network of congregations in the African country of Zambia. The Lord did an amazing thing in his life. It's an, a remarkable story to hear how the Lord came to Alex and gave him revelation as to the importance of the roots of the faith. And uh, in addition to messianic congregations, they also have an orphanage with around 300 children in it, in Zambia. He's a dear friend of mine, and I'm real excited about him getting to, to share with our congregation this Shabbat. So you just enjoy, and let's give him all a really big Beth Hallel welcome, Alex Yalanga. Shabbat Shalom. Uh, thank you, Rabbi Kevin Solomon. Thank you, Beth Hillel. And uh, I thank the Most High God, too. Uh, it's so good to be with you, to just worship with you, uh, to worship Him who lives forever. I bring greetings from Zambia, and I speak for many when I say that uh, the Lord is using this congregation to inspire many in the Messianic Jewish movement. Uh, your congregation is touching lives not only here, but in Israel and in Africa as well. So we are so blessed to have you guys. And uh, uh, I have a short DVD I'd like to share with you before I give the word that the Lord has placed on my heart. Shalom and greetings. My name is Alex Yelenga. I'm the leader of the Zambia Messianic Fellowship based in Zambia, South Central Africa. There are tens of thousands of Jewish people living on the African continent. These include Jews from Eastern Europe and from the lost Jewish African tribes like the Falasha and Limba Jews. 
In obedience to the instructions given in the Bible, the Zambia Messianic Fellowship is reaching out with the Gospel of Yeshua to the Jew first and to those of the nations. We are planting Messianic Jewish congregations throughout Zambia where Jew and Gentile can worship together as a one new man. The Zambia Messianic Fellowship fights anti-Semitism and helps the church to understand their role in supporting the nation of Israel. We are a key participant in the yearly Israel Parade. The Lord has enabled us to make inroads into the Islamic world as we have seen many Muslims, including Imams, hear the Gospel and receive Yeshua as their Messiah. We have seen many throughout the nation, including influential leaders, come to faith in the God of Israel, like the Queen of the Gova and her tribe of 50,000 people. Through our Shalom Zambia radio program, we are reaching out to more than 2.5 million people on a weekly basis. The Jerome Fleischer School and Orphanage has over 220 children receiving food, clothing, and an education. As the work grows, we are also witnessing violent persecution, resulting in some of our congregations shutting down and our people being driven from their homes and villages. Even though the work is big, our God is much bigger. I'd like to invite you to join the mission of the Zambia Messianic Fellowship through prayer and financial support as we reach out to the lost house of Israel with the gospel of Messiah Yeshua. Thank you. We serve an awesome God. Someone asked me, are there Jews in Africa, in Zambia? And I was like uh, telling them that when the Lord said he was going to scatter our people, he did a good job. <laughs> yes, we do have his people in uh, Africa. Uh, we have um, uh, Jewish people from the African uh, Jewish tribes. Uh, uh, many of them in Ethiopia. Many of them have gone back to Israel, as a matter of fact, from Ethiopia. But we do also have the Lemba Jews in southern Africa. And these are Kohanim. They, they're descendants of Aaron, uh, the brother of Moshe. Yeah, so we do have them, and we're reaching out to them. And uh, we, they're about close to 100,000 scattered throughout south-central uh, south Africa. And uh, uh, the Lord has also opened doors for us. Uh, besides uh, being in Zambia, we are also working in the Congo, which is north of Zambia. We are also working in Malawi. Um, uh, my wife Faye and I are helping other leaders in Zimbabwe and uh, throughout, throughout Africa, wherever the Lord uh, uh, sends us. We know that he's not coming back until our people hear the word, until our people welcome him back. I tell people that if we are looking for revival, we need to reach out to our Jewish people. If the casting of our people is life, what about their coming back? It'll be life from the dead. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm missing that up, but 
I am very convicted in my heart that uh, the Lord wants us to reach out to our people and also to those of the nations. Uh, the Lord has opened doors, as you saw in the video. Uh, uh, we have seen kings coming to worship the great God of Israel. And uh, 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 a few uh, years ago, my wife Faye went with over 20 kings and queens from Zambia. Uh, they went to Israel. Uh, these are people who are seeking. They want to know more about this great God, a God who is so different from what is out there in the world, a God who claims ownership over all creation, a God who can declare and then perform what he predicts, and it comes to be exactly as he uh, declared. Uh, they went to Israel, and when they came back, one of the queens gave her life to the Lord. An entire tribe, 50,000, did away with their tribal gods and began to worship Yeshua and the God of Israel. Yes. We have seen the king of the Kaonde as well. Uh, his tribe has not come to the Lord. There are about 50,000 of them. But he himself has embraced Yeshua, embraced the God of Israel. He has survived three attempts on his life because of his faith, but he's not giving up. So the Lord is working throughout the world. Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, my message today is coming from a passage that most of us know, John 14, verse 1. Do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. The enemy knows your potential. And he knows that when you are discouraged, a lot suffers. When you look at yourself through your own eyes, through the eyes of the world, you're not going to accomplish much. This, so the enemy is using a lot of uh, bad news, breakdown around us of community to discourage us. And many of God's children are troubled today. And when you are troubled, you cannot be effective. This is a time to look at ourselves through his eyes. When you look at you, when you look at yourself, what do you see? Sometimes we see limitation. We see a few numbers, but that's not what the great God of Israel sees when he looks at you. When he looks at you, he sees a conqueror. As scripture says, we are more than conquerors through him who died for us. When he looks at you, he sees that you are the light of the nations. When he looks at you, he sees that you are the salt. Salt preserves. You're here to preserve true worship. When he looks at you, he sees victory. What do you see when you look at yourself? The enemy knows your potential and he wants to discourage you by what is going on around you. By our only limitation, our failures, I want to encourage you to stand on this scripture. Don't let your heart be troubled. The enemy is using fear, anxiety, and bad news to immobilize God's children. Every time you turn on the news, it's like worse news coming on. Trouble in the heart is making it hard for God's children to live up to their calling. 
you should understand that you are a very important part of the puzzle. He could have done it by himself. He spoke to our people when he gave us the Torah. But this time around, he wants you and me to go out and reach out to the nations, the Jew first. And when we are discouraged, when we are troubled, I don't think we are going to be effective in doing that. The enemy is using tactics to mentally wear us down, to make us think and believe that ours is a lost cause. He uses the breakdown of morals to make God's children begin to feel that we are heading nowhere. I'm here to tell you that the future for God's children is as bright as the promise. Because he leaves, you are going to live. Whatever he has said will come to be. With all the bad that is going on in our society, it's easy to feel trapped, to feel angry, and to actually begin to think that we are facing impossible odds. And because of that, our spiritual performance becomes weak. When we see what is going on in the politics, the hatred among people, the wars going on around the world, we may begin to think that we are headed nowhere. But he is the way. He's already there in the future. He knows what is coming, and he is going to do it. Many of God's children today are troubled by so many things going on out there. The economy, the divisions in the body of Messiah, the diseases out there, what is going on in some families, the schools. If we are not careful, the condition of the world right now will render us useless. And the worst part is that many of God's children are spending a lot of time looking at what the enemy is doing. What is the Lord doing right now? When we focus on what the enemy is doing, we are going to be discouraged. Our God, the great God of Israel, may be quiet, but he's not still. Things are happening. If we open our eyes, we'll see that he's on time. In Mark 13, verse 7, the Bible reads, When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed, for this must happen, but it is not yet the end. Again, he's telling us not to be troubled. A troubled heart gives birth to fear, and fear is not good for faith in the great God of Israel. As 2 Timothy has to tell us in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. He has given us a spirit of love and of a sound mind. Fear will cause our faith to malfunction. Whatever is happening out there in the world, I believe the Lord has allowed it to further his will. Even stubborn people like Pharaoh, if there was no Pharaoh, would not have Pesach today. 
would not have known what our God is capable of doing, parting the Red Sea, all the great miracles that we recount during our Seder meals. This is a time to switch our mindset, to begin to look at the world in a different light, to look at ourselves differently. You belong to him. He's very clear about that. You did not choose me. I chose you. He's the one who came looking for you and me. Where there is trouble, where there is worry, there's very little room for happiness. Many of God's children carry themselves as people who are defeated. But you are victors. You are victors. You serve a great God. Where I come from in, in Africa, there's a lot of voodoo, witchcraft, the supernatural. I was sharing last night. We went to northern Zambia with a, four, four American friends who came out of Denver, south of Denver. And when they came to Zambia, I told my friends, I said, listen, if you encounter something strange, just call the name of the Lord. It should be okay. And they were looking at me, it's like, what are you talking about? Just saying. We drove to northern Zambia, covering 600 miles in two days because of all the potholes and bad roads. When we arrived there, the sun was about, was about to set, and we were just seated, tired, and suddenly things began to happen. Doors would open, and people ran through the wall. My American friends were freaking out. What is going on here? We cried and called on the name of the Lord, and it was all quiet. The next day, we went to the village, and these people came out. They were like, what God do you guys worship? We sent all these spells to stop you, and they just fell apart. We told them about Yeshua. Greater is he who lives in you than he that is in the world. This is a time for courageous living. The Lord is doing many wonderful things. 2,000 years, he has brought congregations like yours here, where Jew and Gentile can worship as the one new man. Israel is being gathered back to the land. The land is beginning to reproduce as he promised. But how can we be fearless in a world that seems to be in a self-destruct mode? I believe it is setting our hearts on our God. If we set our hope on our numbers, our resources, we'll be discouraged. Because there are more people out there when it comes to numbers than us. When we know who our God is, we will realize that there's nothing to fear out there. I believe these are exciting times to live when so many scriptures are being fulfilled. I believe these are days of hope. And hope is putting faith to work when doubting would have been easier. We do not walk by sight, but by faith. We walk by holding on to what he gave to us, his word.
These are the days to know more of who our God is. We should understand that nothing happens without his permission and nothing takes him by surprise. He has your back. These are the days of trusting in this great and awesome God. He knows what he's doing. He runs an entire universe. These are the days of looking at things differently. Knowing that this is war, the enemy will not just step aside and let us invade his, his, his land or his kingdom. He'll fight. He'll put up a fight. These are the days of being brave. The Holy Scriptures are full of brave men and women. Those who stood up against all odds. And the Lord fights with us. Romans 8, 28 has this to say. Now we know that all things work together for good. For those who love God. Who are called according to his purpose. I know there's a lot of darkness out there in the world. Instead of being concerned with the darkness. Be the light that you are called to be. Let your light shine. Knowing that the darker the night, the brighter the light. In Matthew 5 verse 16, the Lord himself is encouraging us here. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Every act of obedience advances the kingdom of righteousness. We preach more to the world through our actions than through our voices. We impact the world more in how we live our lives than what we have to say. These children of the Most High God are the days of setting our eyes on Him. These are the days of looking around, trying to see what our God is doing. When we know what our God is doing, our faith will be increased. As scripture has to say in Romans 10, 17, faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Messiah. What are you listening to? When we pay attention to all the lies of the enemy, all the discouraging news going on out there, we will become discouraged. What is our God doing? I believe he's been working in your life. The many things he's doing. Where I come from, the Lord has been doing a number of things. I don't know if you knew this. 99% of missionaries who go out in the world, they go to places where the gospel has already been preached. So if you picked out people like the Muslims, for every 460,000 Muslims, there's only one missionary. And by the way, there are many, several Muslim countries that have banned the gospel. They won't let the word come in. But the Lord is working even in those countries. The Lord is appearing to many Muslims in dreams, in visions, and they're coming to faith. He appeared to one imam who had over 400 imams under him, a very powerful man. Every day for a month, Yeshua kept on appearing to him. 
I am the Messiah of Israel, and the Jewish people are my people. After a month, this man just called the rest of the imams and told them that, listen, this is what is going on. This is what I've been encountering each and every day. Over 200 of them came to faith in Messiah Yeshua. As I speak today, every day, 16,000 Muslims in Africa, each and every day are coming to faith in the great God of Israel. He's appearing to many of these people in dreams, in visions, supernatural encounters. He appeared to one man whom I met. His name was Muhammad. He, this man was sown to the destruction of Jewish people and Christians. The Lord appeared to him and told him, Israel is my firstborn. Whoever touches Israel touches the up of my eye. And he told him to go to this house to go and get a Bible. He showed up at this house and he was like, the Lord sent me to you. Can you give me a Bible? They were terrified. They knew who he was. They gave him the Bible and took off. He read the word. He came to faith. One of the sweetest people. I've ever met. It changes how you look at yourself. You have the word of life. The blessings of the world depend on you. Other people's eternity depend on your life. When you live your life in line with God's will, you're more likely to impact others and draw them to the living God. One man's obedience leads to another man's salvation. When the Lord looks at you, he sees a co-worker, a partner, to bring the lost to life. The Lord has been working among kings and queens. A few years ago, my wife Faye went with over 20 kings and queens from Zambia. They wanted to know and find out about this great God. They went to Israel. And when they came back, two of them gave their lives to the Lord. There's a saying that if you can't see his hand, trust his heart. We are safe in him, even if we may not know what tomorrow may bring. These children of the Most High are days of courageous faith, courageous living. These are days to celebrate your faith, your salvation, to be passionate. These are days of knowing our limitations and what he is able to do. We are called to share the word. He works on the heart. I want to encourage you to continue sharing the light through your life. And knowing that he is with you each and every second of the day. Hebrews 13, the last part of 5. For God himself has said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. The more we know who our God is, the more we become strong. The more we spend time with him, the more we'll be able to detect a lie. The more we'll be able to 
to see when discouragement is coming. I love King David. Before he became king, we know what happened to him. The enemy came and just raided the entire camp. They took their wives, their children, everything. His men were almost stoning him. But he encouraged himself in the Lord. These are the days when we need to encourage ourselves in our God by knowing who he is. Our God is faithful to all his plans and his purposes. Therefore, we can have confidence that he will act consistently with those plans. When he says, I'll not leave you, he means it. Where I come from, where there's so much voodoo, those people practice voodoo, they say one thing, there's a ring of fire around each and every true child of the living God. He is with you. This is a time to take your stress and give it to him, especially this time of Shabbat. When we face trouble, when we don't know what lies before us, we should, we should be comforted knowing that he knows everything. The Holy Scriptures do not talk about the absence of crisis, the absence of adversity, and confusion. But the scriptures also tell us and encourage us that he is with us in every nerve-wracking situation. When crisis strikes, we can depend on our God at all times. When the world is in a shouting context, contest, pardon me, we can find solace in one who rules over all nations, over all politics. The truth of the matter is that there will be difficult times, but the living God promises to be our refuge. He has not failed us. He has not gone to sleep. He has promised to be with each one of us in the midst of tragedy. When the Lord looks at you, it's like you're the only person in the universe. And he wants his shalom to be yours fully. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. If God be for us, who can be against us? He is in control and he's got jurisdiction over all things, over all nations, over all systems and peoples. The great God of Israel is the first cause. He is an effective cause and he is the final cause of all things. Our God is the source. He's a sustainer. He's a significance behind all things. And above all, He's the one who walks with you each and every day. May you continue shining your light. May you celebrate him because he's worthy. May you love him because it's the right thing to do. Your faith, your life is not tied to the economy, to the politics or state of affairs of the world right now. 
Your life is tied to the living God. He's in charge and he'll take care of you. As Philippians 1 verse 6 has to say, I'm sure of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Messiah Yeshua. Nothing can stop, nothing can pause his work or his will for you. When you look at yourself, what do you see? He lives in you. You are not here on earth by accident. You are here by the Lord's design. And you are on a mission with him. You are born for such a time as this. Others are called to do big things. Whatever the Lord has called you to do it, do it with passion, with zeal. Knowing that whatever we do for the Lord is never wasted. May his will become yours. He knows why he planted you here. When you are strong here at home, you'll be strong everywhere. When you are strong in your home, your family, it will reflect in the congregation. We know how things will end. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. We know what the Lord has said concerning our people. Israel shall be saved. This is my prayer all the time. To see our Jewish people come back to Yeshua. Worship Yeshua. Lead the rest of the nations in honoring this awesome God. And this congregation is part of that prophetic fulfillment. May the Almighty continue to bless you. May you live a courageous life knowing that yours is the victory. With him, we form the majority. We may be few in numbers, but with him, we are the majority. He's an awesome God. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah, or how you can become part of our Bethlehem family, please visit our website at www.bethhalel.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L.org. Or call 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and shalom. Nine, 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 nine.